Hello and welcome to Trading Movies. Today we are talking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The end of a trilogy. Okay, Omer. Let's uh, let's let's go through the plot and then we'll get into it. Okay. So there will be spoilers on this podcast, FYI. Yes. If you haven't seen it, please leave and come back later. We'll be spoiling the entire MCU. <laughs> Probably other comic book movies as well. <laughs> Sorry. It's been like thirty-five movies. Just get over it. Okay. So the plot of this film: Rocket Raccoon gets injured by Adam Warlock. The gang goes on an adventure to find the code that gives them the right to repair his heart shenanigans ensue that's the plot we've essentially yeah perfect description thanks man written and directed by james gunn starring chris pratt zoe Saldana, dave bautista karen gillian palm clementive uh yeah clementive ta i don't know how to say your name vin diesel bradley cooper will poulter chukwudi wuji and sean gunn all right omer did you like this movie or not i was surprisingly impressed i love this movie i it thought was really it was good. quite uh, quite good i think marvel's rock with, with this one, it seems because I, I wasn't, I was, I was expecting nothing. They I'm gonna be honest. I, I, we, we both said this coming out of Ant Man. We we're like, my expectations are zero for Guardians. Yeah. And the CGI was pretty good. They yeah, did was a good. lot more practical stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, the story was heartfelt and yes. real. The most heartfelt one yet, probably. And I think uh, I can see why there's a good word of mouth on this. No, I, I, I genuinely think this is a good movie. So like, we saw Ant Man. Not a huge fan. I've seen a few like Thor, you know, not a huge fan. Um, but this one I was watching and I was like, wow, like the the comedy is there. This felt like old Marvel. Yeah, it did. And the, the comedy wasn't too forced. Yeah. It was pretty good. I think the no we're we sound like we're singing the praises. We will get into some of the negatives. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some of the positives right now. We have a whole whole list of them. Sounds I good. Think, I think overall this is a heartfelt story. Very much so. Um all based around Rocket. Yeah, so Rocket Raccoon is the kind of the main character, even though he's kind of incapacitated through most of the film. Yeah. Um, I think it's especially compelling to make a cute furry animal the main character of your film because people are naturally inclined to be like, oh, look at the cute little baby. Exactly. You kind of like, you already have a warm spot for it. Like, hit Rocket wider as, audience. Rocket as a baby was, I would die for that thing. Man, it was, it was so, so cute. cute. Like, so oh, cute, and we both had kittens before. So yes. we know how cute little baby animals are. How yes. dumb they are. And they're yeah. so cute. They're really cute. Oh man, he's so so. I don't know what the appropriate term is for a baby raccoon, but that baby raccoon, I would actually plank in traffic for. Like, <laughs> so so cute. Um, no, definitely. Um, but that, that's that's where the uh, the heartstrings start to start to play. Yeah, they talk at you right from the top. Exactly. Right? And I think I think though, what what's most important is this wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy three and we're going to introduce a brand new character and we're going to give you their life story yeah the fact this was a character who had kind of been in the periphery and then had slowly become a bigger and bigger character until the point where like he's a major role in fighting thanos right yeah um and then now you get his 
backstory. backstory, right? And, you know, it's been implied before that, you know, he had a rough upbringing and you don't know what he's been through and you've seen his scars before. Yeah. But to actually see his experience. Yeah. Uh, and then the way they did it, the artful way that they communicated it, it was a home run. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really well done the way they... Because um, you, you can't help but feel for for him, especially when he when they show him in his early years as a little baby raccoon oh and God. going through all the stuff he had to go through. And like, the you know, just the little bits when he's first learning how to talk and stuff. And like his voice as a little, you know, it's, <laughs> it makes you feel for the little yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and like his first word, word is hurt. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man. Yeah, man, they really... They played they played the emotional. Yeah, Omar, Omar and I went together in an evening show. And by the end of it, we were both crying in each other's <laughs> arms. Um, yeah, it was, I think, more so than anything, all of the characters had a very, very emotional journey through this film. Like, you talk about Drax, for example, where they continually call him an idiot, call him an idiot. And then what does Nebula say at the end? You weren't meant to be a destroyer. You're meant to be a dad. Yeah, like that's such a sweet sentiment, a. Eh? But also, back to the first film, that has been his motive this whole time. Why did he go after Thanos? Because Thanos murdered his daughter, right? Yeah, and that's what he's been fighting for this whole time. And then he's the only character who can communicate with these kids, and that's just a brilliant kind of uh, closed loop, you know, mm. on on a movie like this, which. People will give James Gunn his, you know, his all oh, whatever. He just makes shitty movies. But this Guardians trilogy might be, might be like the sole piece of work that is most complete in the MCU. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, I, I like how they, I like how this movie, and I was expecting it, but I do like how this movie focuses more on a story than it did on just, as you said introduce a new character or yeah, something and, yeah like even adam warlock was technically he was technically introduced after guardians galaxy one or galaxy yeah. two right in a post-credit scene but it's like you already have so many characters but they're only like skin deep you can go so much more into so much more detail and that's kind of why even though the black widow movie wasn't that great it was interesting to see her background why couldn't we get that right after Winter Soldier, right? Why yeah. did we have to get that after you'd already killed the character off? That's true, yeah. right? And, and it's like you have a treasure trove. There's a reason why comic books have been going on for 80 years with the same characters, because you don't need new characters. You can bring them on and kill them off, but the core characters remain the same. Why? Because they're compelling on their own, Yeah. right? And Rocket Raccoon isn't even a core character, but the fact remains, we on this planet have an affinity for animals, and we have an affinity for tortured things. We yeah. hate that. Those yeah. two things combined, yeah, it's going to be a compelling story. That's going to make you want to root for the quote-unquote good guys, Yeah. right? And by the end of this movie, that's what you're doing. Uh, let's talk about the action sequences because of that. Because normally, Rocket is one of our like go-to action sequence guys in the MCU. He yeah. does some of the coolest stuff because he's small. He's got big guns. Yeah. He's very good. This movie doesn't have a lot of that with him, but its action was still awesome. Awesome action. And he comes in at the end there. At the end, he does. Yeah. But uh, there's one scene I'm thinking about in particular uh, when... Groot and Star Lord are back to back, and they're shooting. Yeah, in uh, in Organo Cam or whatever, yeah, they're doing the back to back kind of thing. And at yeah. one point, Groot kind of extends his roots to protect Chris Pratt, yes. Star Lord, while he keeps shooting. That was so cool. That was really cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, actually, the badges and covering him like a shield, like that was pretty sick. Yeah. And, and while Chris Pratt is still shooting people, like through exactly. Yeah. And and I think I think it's like 
it's creative use of powers exactly right? and, yeah. and that's and then even when they escape from there how do they escape they jump off Groot jumps off and then he makes like wings with wings his, yeah. and it's like grows wings amazing yeah he could technically do that but yeah. you know a different writer a different director wouldn't have thought of that yeah exactly uh, i really like that scene and i love the scene after that too good one the, the 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 big fight in like the hallway oh my gosh yeah that was like old but that was so good yeah yeah that was really cool oh. um the slow motion all the actors got all the all characters the got together. their own yeah. own moment too exactly like yeah. uh drax and that guy or even uh gamora gamora was really cool yeah yeah she yeah. was she was great in that and actually let's let's take a little bit of a detour let's talk about uh some of the actors in this movie zoe saldana i thought was really good as evil different alternate gamora gamora yeah she really plays the characters differently different looks different energy and yeah. i thought she was great at it i i would agree um i was surprised they didn't like i was expecting at some point for her to remember stuff again or but i she's guess from not. a different she's from a different timeline right yeah that's true i think i think i think they did it the right way which is like a worse movie would have tried to put her and star lord back together yeah this movie is just about star lord trying to get his best friend healthy again and yeah. alive that's the real emotional core of this group right yeah and it's about Chris Pratt's character, Star Lord, kind of realizing that he's been avoiding his problems. It's that that frog and Lily thing they've been saying. And yeah. He has to learn how to summon himself. Yeah. Right. And I think they that's that's how they again a nice little bow at the end where Gamora says at the end of the movie like, "I bet we were fun together," and he's like, "Yeah, we were." You know, and it's like, okay, we can be fun apart. It's it's cool. Yeah. And that it's very adult in that way, even though it's the most jokey and kiddie series there. Yeah. True. Um, I think with, um, with Gamora, what was the, uh, like, so she didn't just lose her memory. No. So what happened was, remember one timeline comes back, uh, remember how like they defeat Thanos? Yeah. And then the second Thanos comes back from the other timeline at the end of Endgame. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then that's where she's from. She's from the second, she's a secondary. So she's this, she's Gamora, but she has no, she just, she never was that Gamora. That, because she never okay. left in that timeline. She hasn't left Thanos yet. Oh, okay. Because right? remember she leaves Thanos because she hears about what he's going to do. And then she goes, she goes, ends up in prison or whatever. And that's yeah. where she meets the Guardians. Yeah. That, all that doesn't happen. So she doesn't experience the last like three years. She doesn't have the experience of the last like three years or whatever. Yeah. So she doesn't fall in love and doesn't join the guardians and all that stuff okay all right so that's... he's just a cold-hearted killer okay that's, that's more it. yeah um dave bautista again i thought he was great big man small things i love his character i just love i just love him yeah yeah he's funny then well, when <laughs> when mantis is like i want another zarg nut he's like i don't have any and then he starts eating another one like, <laughs> yeah, i don't so know funny. why i thought that was so funny was so, funny. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid uh karen gillen again was really good in this i thought yeah. she was good um Plan Clementif again. She was good as well. She had a lot of lines in this. Uh, I thought her character had a pretty big role. Yes, yeah. a very emotional core and kind of being. She's like the sibling of Star Lord because yeah. they share her dad. So that was that was an interesting relationship. Vin Diesel um, has had one more line in this one. What a great paycheck job! <laughs> Honestly, so proud. I wonder how much he got paid for it. I'm so happy for his grandkids. <laughs> Not even born yet, but just rolling in money. Uh, and then Bradley Cooper. He did the voice for Baby Groot as well. Did he? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I thought he was amazing. That's really good. Yeah, I thought he was really, really good. Um, the new one newish character they do, two newish characters, is Will Poulter, who plays Adam Warlock. Yeah. I thought I thought Adam Warlock was really funny. Yeah. He was so stupid. Like he's a kid. Like yeah. they play him as a kid, but 
Yeah, he was really dumb, and I thought that was. I yeah, was, I thought it was endearing to me. Yeah, for and sure. his little pet that he got—I don't know what that animal is, but that animal was cool. That animal was like—I don't know what it was, I but it looked it. really cute. I want. <laughs> it reminded me of like that animal in Shang Chi. Do you remember that like that little like no face thing that they bring back? Oh, I think I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ben Kingsley's like pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I remember that. Uh, these movies are merging together. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, two other characters we gotta talk about. One. Sean Gunn, who's James Gunn's younger brother, he plays the character who has the, I think his name's like Ragnar, I can't remember his name, but he has like the whistle. Oh, oh, that's James Gunn's brother? Yeah, it's James Gunn's brother. Okay. There's a couple other things to add there. Hey, what did you think about his character's arc in this movie, where he doesn't know how to use the thing? And then he, he figures, figures it out. out. I, when I saw that in the first five minutes, I was like, this is going to come back, I guarantee you. Yeah, and, and, it's and pretty, it did. It came pretty back, standard. but it was pretty standard. Yeah, like I wasn't like blown away by that story. Then. It was like it was. It would have been a cool scene if it wasn't telegraphed. Yeah. Like if they, even if they, if they hadn't shown his difficulties, and then he just came out for one scene and just dominated. Just like dominated. That, yeah. that would be cool. Like take you off of it. Yeah, but, but like yeah, him conquering the moment and all that, yeah, and figuring yeah. out how to do it. Yeah, it's, it was cool, but it was like it was expected. Especially because we've seen Yondu do cool stuff before. In exactly. The other two movies. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you is, did you know Sean Gunn? plays the physical body of Rocket Raccoon on set. No way. Yeah, like he like walks around and like crouches and stuff. So Bradley Cooper doesn't do that. No. <laughs> Bradley Cooper just has a voice, bro. Just like Vin Diesel doesn't walk around like a tree on set. <laughs> <laughs> or he probably could do that, man. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who does like the Wow, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I figured that out today and I was like, wow, good for you, my friend. Good for you. I mean, I'm sure it helps that your brother's the director, but hey, we'll put that <laughs> um, And then the last actor I want to talk about is Chikwudi uh, Iwuji, who was the high evolutionary, the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. What a great villain. He was a good villain. You man. really hated him. I really, I really wanted him to suffer. Oh my God. He was the worst. <laughs> the worst person ever. But they keep doing this thing where they make such good villains and then they kill him. And they kill him, yes. He was so, so, like, oh my God. I wanted to, like, when, when Rocket as a kid, like, smashed Wait, his face. Did they actually kill him? No, they didn't kill him at the end. How does, doesn't he die? No, remember they peel his fa- face off. Oh yeah, and Rocket doesn't and kill then, him. And then they're like, "Oh, kill him!" Oh, kill him! And then Rocket doesn't do it. Yeah, he's, we can go to prison though. Yeah, but like it's. It's going back and forth. He's still he'll he'll still be there. Okay, I hope. let's say yeah. Yeah, because he was he was a very very fun bad guy, and I repeat, if you want a good bad guy in the MCU, there is a very simple formula. Young British, plus Shakespearean trained. Equals good MCU actor, actress, villain. That's all it that's all it takes. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh what's his name? Loki guy. I can't remember his name right now. Benedict Cumberbatch played uh Yeah, but he's I'm just saying in the MCU in general, in MCU you, in you're general. a good character yeah. if you're just British. Shakespearean trained. And yeah, you just ball out. You know what I agree, yes. Now I'm thinking Tom Hiddleston, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's, that's true actually. Right? Like he's good. And it works in the movies. Yeah. For some reason. Exactly. Because guess what? <laughs> they know how to act. Yeah. They know how to possess the moment. Yeah, true. But yeah, I, I thought he was, he was evil. Um, Again, fantastically punchable face. And you just, you can't, I can't stress enough how often um, when you watch his scenes, you, you just want to strangle him. Yeah. And I think that is just the key to any, any villain in any movie. It's like you just have to hate them. Yeah, and he is so easy to hate in this movie. Yeah, very much. Um, I thought 
they use Groot really, really well in this movie. What did you think? Honestly, I never have an opinion on Groot. Really? <laughs> because, I mean... Okay, I I thought they used him well because I liked his scenes, especially when Gamora was like, "You guys are just making up stuff that he says, right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the comedy was yeah. really funny, and then by the yeah. end, she kind of starts to understand. Yeah, or... so I, I that was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that definitely was cool using Groot in that sense, like her not like I liked his role in um, conjunction with what it, what it meant to Gamora's character. Yeah, yeah, he's so a, I, he, I like that. He's very he's a side dish. He's not a main. Yeah, he's not a main. But like in terms of like. I guess this is the the only movie uh, out of the three that I noticed and be like, oh yeah, I like Groot's role in this movie. Yeah, well, in the first one, he's much older, and I think that's actually technically his dad. That's how it works. Okay. Like, so, so like, he's much like wiser, kind of. Like, yeah. And, you know, slower. And then in the other one, he's a baby, and now he's kind of like a robust young man. Yeah. Right. He's like jacked and like you know, doing gangster crap. Yeah. Like in the fights, he was insane. Oh, he was crazy. <laughs> I never seen Groot in the fights he, like that. He was yeah. so OP. He was yeah. like, he was their tank. Yeah. Like he, he was taking all the damage and inflicting all of it as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen it, unless I'm remembering wrong, but I don't think he was that dominant in the other No, he, yeah. and I, honestly, like, he was a tier one Avengers level. The way he was, like, yeah. ripping people apart. And it was so creatively done. And like I said, we already talked about, like, the, the wings parachute kind of thing and the, the back-to-back gun, but also in the hallway sequence. He was, he was balling out, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, extending his branches and then rocket jumping on them and yeah, running on yeah. them and shooting people. Their like, combos yeah. are always sick. So good. Yeah, their yeah. combos are always dope. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of other things. Groot saying "I love you." That came out of nowhere. I was Bro, surprised. That was when that so happened. cute. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was that. That was a good scene. Yeah, that yeah, was good. That went on. And then uh, also Peter Quill saying an F bomb. Yes, that was really funny on Counter Earth. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was surprised that he's. I was like, oh wow, they have an F word. And I'm not, I was trying to think, has that has ever happened in a Marvel movie before? No, it hasn't. Yeah, but it got me thinking: Are those style doors? Are they hard to understand? Like, <laughs> if you think about it, it's like imagine you're an alien. You don't come from like this. World. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, it's like don't... you have to push a button and then pull. Like, uh, is that is that is that counterintuitive? That's like, counterintuitive. Yeah, is that counterintuitive or not? Like, I wonder. That scene was so funny. <laughs> And it was even funnier how it's like, yeah, I left Earth when I was eight. Of course, I don't know how to drive a car. So <laughs> like you think it would be an auto? You just put it. Put it it in was a manual, car. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the way he was jerking, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, the whole idea of Counter Earth was very interesting, and in how he was uh, the high evolutionary he was obsessed with like Earth's uh, Earth's culture, and then he's like, yeah, well, I've never seen a squid deal heroin to a bunch of, like, whatever. <laughs> I know, perfect perfect Earth, and he's like, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. It, I, the one thing I will say that MCU has to get away with is, like, is with their villains just trying to be God all the time, because that seems to be, like... Oh, my God, that's the, it's multiple times. Yeah. Even the last Thor, it was like, I'm the God of... Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. like, okay, just... You, you, Sometimes it just needs to be like bad guy takes over building. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> like, it's just small like that, you know? I get it, maybe not for Guardians of the Galaxy, but like, it doesn't have to be like across multi country. Yeah, like, I'm going to create a species. Yeah. And just, like, uh, it's a global, gonna... a global order named yeah. Spectre is yeah. after. Yeah. It's just like bad guy it's, in a building, yeah. you know, need to get to the top floor. You make a raid, but uh, you know what they should do? The new Blade movie with Mahershala Ali. They should make that into a Blade raid. 
Oh, cool. Just Blade having to go through a building full of vampires. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. That'd be fun, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call it Blade, the Raid. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay, let's talk about some of the cons, okay? Okay. I love the music in this movie, but I thought they were over-reliant on it. Well, there was a lot of it. Like the Beastie Boys no at the end, yeah, that, that was that was like a cool drop, and you're like, yeah, sick final fight, sick yeah. walk. But you're also like, okay, you've done this like eight times in this movie now. Like how many? That's true. They got a lot of drops in this. How movie. many music drops that they do? They've done quite a few. Yeah, and now they're into the two thousands too because they have the Zune, so like they have all those modern songs as well. So yeah, and can you guys like for once put hip hop like? They never use hip hop. I mean, I mean, No Sleep Till Brooklyn is technically hip hop. It is true. Yeah, but use like some like. 50 Cent in the club. Like, that'd be funny. <laughs> that'd actually be pretty funny. <laughs> They're going into a bar or something. That'd be joking. Some Biggie Smalls. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I felt like they had to watch a lot. You had to, like, really be on top of your MCU to understand this movie. Like, even you didn't understand about Gamora. And, True. Like, you know? Yeah. I feel like... It's I'm, been a while. That's a byproduct of just this many movies. But this fits into our next point really well. Is This movie was originally planned to come out right after Endgame. Oh, right after Endgame. Yeah. Okay. So it was. It's been made for a while, or what? No, no. That was the initial plan. Okay. Right? So remember Endgame, and then it was Spider Man. Yes. I think it was, and then uh, was it Spider Man that came out after Endgame? Yeah, yeah. After Endgame. Yeah, because yeah. the snap happens, and then they come back, and it's about him. Remember, like dealing with all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was supposed to be that, and then the start of the next MCU phase was supposed to be with this movie. So if you think about it. The audience would be much more on top of their mind what Gamora went through. Yeah. Right? They would be aware of what happened there. They'd be more sympathetic with Peter Quill. Oh my god, he just lost his girlfriend. Blah, 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 blah. More sympathetic with all the characters and kind of their emotional state, right? Uh, but because it's got kicked down so far down the pike because of what? Cold. James Gunn. James oh. Gunn firing. Remember? Because he got fired for a bit. James got fired for a bit. Yeah, remember he got kicked out of Marvel for a bit. And they brought him back. Uh, some suspect tweets that were very, I think they were, I don't remember what the tweets were, but based on my understanding is they were obviously said in jest, but it got misconstrued the wrong way by people online. And then it was like all the, all the cast and like 300,000 people signed a petition to get him back, blah, blah, blah. But that's why he ended up with DC now. Because they know oh, I'm going to make this one movie for you guys and that's it. Then I'm out. Oh. Yeah. So to MCU fumbled the bag there a bit. But that's what delayed the movie. It's because they weren't going to let anyone else do it, right? And uh, it was supposed to be the next movie after, but then, yeah, it got pushed. So speaking of James Gunn, though, um, after seeing this movie, I'm quite excited with what he has planned for um, uh, for DC. I told you we were going to spoil DC. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. I think because I mean, he did. I mean, this movie was good. It was really good. And, and I wonder if he's going to. Are... If he's gonna bring a similar tone to DC, or if he's gonna change it up completely, I, I don't know. But Omar, I know, yeah. I know you don't read comics. I can't stress to you enough how like trashed here these characters are compared to like X Men, Spider Man. Yeah, like, yeah, Guardians were not a high tier, yeah, high value kind of comic book until yeah. these movies came out. Did he direct all three? Yeah, he wrote yeah. and directed all three. So no. you can imagine, I like. Part of me is like, man, I'm very excited to see it. But part of me is also, I hope he doesn't put all of this burden on himself and then just kind of drain himself after like a movie and a half, you know, like pull like a DC, yeah, yeah like Zack Snyder type thing or something. Yeah. Obviously, he had other issues, but like the amount of work that goes into writing and directing and then editing and producing a movie like this is Quite insane. Yes. Yeah. So doing like a whole host of them would be, it would take years off your life. Yeah. I'd expect. Um, 
yeah, so gunfiring, COVID, obviously all delayed it, but I thought it would have been even more powerful if it came out right after Endgame, like after Spider-Man. Yeah, a couple months for after, sure. Yeah, before the pandemic, I think people would have been like, "Why did they destroy my heart like that?" Yeah, you know? and then Shang Chi is like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> okay, random thoughts. Uh, any thoughts on the future of Marvel after this? Um, well, it's giving me a little hope, but yeah, the, the director of this movie left the universe, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but no, it's giving me like if I if they can put up, put out product that's at a similar level to this, at least, mm-hmm. um, then I think they'll be okay and. I mean, when is, is there like a date or an a plan on when the next Avengers is meant to come out? No, no. we just know it's supposed to be Kang, but now Kang is going to prison in real life. So, well, I don't know if he's going to jail, but Jonathan Majors has all of those domestic violence issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if he's going to be the. I don't know what's going to happen. He was good in the movie. He was good in the movie, but I we don't we don't condone that. We don't condone that. No. no. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we don't know what's going to happen yet, and it's been very quiet on that front as well. Because uh, apparently charges were dropped at one point. That's what they were saying. But then, yeah. I mean, his agency dropped him. Disney's been quiet. You know, everyone else has been quiet. So Okay. Yeah. So we won't speculate until we know more. Yeah. Um, In terms of what Disney has next, or sorry, Marvel has next, Secret Invasion, the series, the spy series, which I think we will love. It's coming June 21st. And then the next movie is actually the Marvels, November 10th. And then after that, nothing is kind of set in stone. It's all kind of like... <laughs> whatever's coming we'll is coming yeah well it's a bunch of tv shows and stuff right um and they do have some movies down the pike but nothing that's like confirmed in production right now because there's also the writer strike which oh, we, didn't, okay. we, we didn't talk about that at all but yeah. yeah it's a whole other thing um guardians of the galaxy best trilogy in marvel yes no isn't it the only trilogy captain in marvel? Mar- captain uh, america and also thor that's a quad Oh, Iron Man as well. It's okay. It's better than Ant Iron Man, Man for sure. Well. It's, better <laughs> than, it's better than Iron Man and Ant Man, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Captain America might be Captain America is really good, man. Captain America is good, bro. Winter like Soldier, Civil War, and yeah. Winter Soldier are really. Winter good Soldier movies. might be like one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> yeah, Winter Soldier is really well done. Yeah, like really I, I didn't care much for Captain America one. No, but and so I, but the Winter Soldier came out and I was like, damn. Yeah, this movie slaps. I remember, <laughs> I remember watching that. I was like. We're not gonna mess like that, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, like that action in that movie and like on the bridge. That, Ooh, oh, good scenes. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I can say I like it better than Captain America trilogy. Yeah. But I'll put it number two. Because especially because Civil War is actually just an Avengers movie. <laughs> and Civil War was really entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It was a really good movie. Um. So, Star Lord is apparently coming back. That's what they say at the end of this movie. Yes. But James Gunn's gone. Okay. And Zoe Saldana, Karen Gillan, they've all said like we're not coming back. Yeah, okay. So what does this really mean? Is it going to come back? Like, I feel like Star-Lord is going to come back and support. Like, there's going to be a scene in, like, a future movie where they're in space and, like, there needs to be a MacGuffin or a Deus Ex Machina and he comes in and it's like, ha I saved you. But the the announcement kind of makes it seem like he's going to be back in a bigger way. You think? Like, I mean, he will be back meaning what? Like, you're, you think he'll be back as, like, a, a little special appearance in a movie or for something? Or he'll be back, you know in a big part I, I think i think they're saying he's gonna be back in like a big way i think it'd be more like there's a big movie that's set in space yeah okay like and then um in the middle of the movie in the like the middle half of the movie he plays a big role but they don't you don't find out in any of the marketing or anything he's like a surprise boob and there he is no i could see that 
I could actually see that. Make yeah. it a big surprise. And yeah. plus, he's a character that you, what, you have like nine hours of screen time with over three movies. And yeah. then like how many of the other Avengers and blah, 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 right? Um, overall, though, I would say this is a positive. They should be celebrating out in Marvel land. They should be, yeah. this was a big W. I mean, they're not because James Gunn did this. So it's kind of like the black sheep did this. And he gave you the middle fingers as he as he took left. A dump in your toilet. He made the best movie since that game for you, and <laughs> yeah, no, straight up though. Yeah, and if you think about it, like who who are their who are their like go tos when they need to fix something, or who who are the people who always get called? They're like, oh man, you should get that Russo brothers. Like, yeah, those guys could take rescue me. Even when James Gunn got fired, they're like, oh, the Russo brothers are gonna come in and, and take in Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything the Russo brothers have done since Marvel has been hot garbage. Yeah, they're doing Citadel. They did the gray man. Yeah, it's not not exactly. No, it's not great. Yeah. Anyways, that's our review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Safe to say, we enjoyed it. We thought it was a good movie. Or anything to add? No, uh, go go watch it and um, let's see what else Marvel yeah. brings to us. Yeah, go watch it, and then I dare you not to go on the on the animal adoption website. I dare you. <laughs> we already have one, so exactly. we're good there. We're but good. you know, if you don't have one, you should get ready. <laughs> Anyway, stay Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.